There is treasure in and beyond your pain. What you seek is seeking you, beloved. To feel, transmute and alchemize pain is your power. And this power is within you right now. If you'll only give yourself permission to access it. To tune in to the truth of who you are. To allow the healing of your soul. Self-healer. Rise. My lovely beloveds, hi once again. I want to shout out to those that are listening for the first time. I'm glad to have you here. This podcast is here to assist you as a spiritual friend in emotional healing, predominantly spiritual growth and um, being able to assist you in self-awareness and get to the root of those things that are causing you to manifest painful situations in your life, such as abuse and um, trauma cycles that you may not recognize exist and um so yeah so today i literally just want to share from my heart to yours that if you've gone through any abuse um and i just want to start off this podcast with a trigger warning that i am going to be talking about um deep areas of of abuse so if you feel like you're not in a in an emotional or mental state where you can listen to that i would ask you to kindly maybe come back to this podcast where you're at a time where you can listen um so i just want to start off by saying that i don't know what each one of you that are listening i don't know what you've gone through as an individual collectively we generally go through the same experiences and we share the same emotions and and we are divine human beings that are capable of experiencing so many emotions that we really just see as good and bad um and even if there's a kind of like a general monotone (laughs) it's kind of like we feel like we're content but the truth is is that we all feel the same feelings you know it doesn't matter whether you're black whether you're white whether you're rich whether you're poor it doesn't matter what your status is we are human beings and we all share collectively in both pleasure and pain we all know what it means what it feels like to you know experience pleasure and pain and and those that have been through a tremendous amount of abuse, um, whether that be in your childhood or whether that be something that you're experiencing more as an adult or you've, you know, you've become more aware of it, you know that it doesn't, I want to use my words lightly here, it, it's not so much what the abuse is, it's, it's abuse is abuse, beloved. You know, there are different types of abuse from physical abuse, which you know, could include being consistently hit as a child. It could be having your parent pick you up and throw you on the couch. And like, we don't really realize what abuse is until we start looking at it. That can include sexual abuse and not just necessarily just a predator sexually abusing you physically. I apologize for the trigger warning. Um, it it can be um, grooming a child and, and preparing that child for to be sexually abused. And so you know, there's emotional abuse as well, and that comes with gaslighting, that comes with being devalued, that comes with covert abuse and being manipulated and being, 
you know having your self-esteem degraded even by a parent that really they're just suffering from their own self low self-esteem and they project that onto you and it, and whether they mean to do that or not that's not that's not the concern the fact is if you've been abused you've been abused and your body will know whether you've been abused or not because even when you're listening to me speak your body will respond to certain words and your body even if you don't know how to vocalize it even if you don't have the way of you know expressing what that abuse is what you know what exactly is that abuse because there's this conflict of realizing that these are the people that you love and they're supposed to love you and they're supposed to protect you and that's not always the case and so you may not you know not you may not have verbally a way of expressing your own pain and so that pain gets actually um stuck in the body and your body um responds your body might respond negatively negatively around a particular family member or a particular being and and I would encourage you to really honor yourself and to really honor how your body is responding to certain beings in your life. And it's taken me a very, very long time to a very, very long time to come to this place where I've had to be so honest with myself about certain family members and certain beings, friends, lovers, etc. It's not really about whether it's family, friend, or lover. It's really about relationships are relationships right it doesn't matter whether it's a family member a lover relationships includes relationships with all beings and so it's taken me a while to get to this place where I can even speak about abuse beloved the only reason I can speak about abuse and how to free yourself from it is because that's what I'm experiencing there was a time um and many of you will know this that maybe maybe five years ago, four years ago, there was a time where I wasn't talking about spiritual healing, I wasn't talking about emotional healing, I wasn't talking about freeing yourself out of abuse and trauma cycles, because at the end of the day, I am not somebody to um, put up a positive inspirational quote for the sake of, you know, people liking it, because we all know that's what we should be doing, it's like, if I'm not embodying it, I'm not going to post about it, Um, because that's just going to, you know, that's just going to cause cognitive dissonance, and so when I got to a place where I knew I was in the depths of hell, like I'm not just saying that, I'm talking about like waking up from the minute I opened my eyes, I just did not want to be alive and I just wanted to die. It's it's allowing yourself to feel into the depths of the hell that you may be currently in and to really feel that. And I'm telling you, beloveds, my heart goes out to you. If, you, if any of you feel like you're stuck, if any of you feel like life is not worth living, like. I empathize with you so deeply that I could just literally cry right now because it's like I don't have it in me to kind of run a podcast about spiritual healing and emotional growth if I'm not coming from my own experience because I know that as an empath that I'm able to not just sympathize because I don't really value sympathy but to empathize with what I know people are going through and I know people are going through it because if I'm go- if I've been through it and I'm going through it then I know that there are others out there the same as me and beloved's like my heart is with you so much like I used to write music you know from the age of 11 I used to write poetry before that and it turned into songwriting when I started taking up um officially to myself anyway it became songwriting when I started to play my grandmother's organ um and uh, just all you know blended into one really just evolved into songwriting I suppose just being able to express and what we what we don't realize is that our throat chakra may be blocked if we have been gaslit into silence 
And there, are, there may be abusers in your life that have made you feel like you can't talk. Abuse is on both sides of my family. <laughs> and I can see how the abuse cycles have been passed down from child to child to child to child. From mother to daughter, from mother to daughter, from, to, you know. Um, and that is something that I see very strongly in my family and I'm going to be the one to break that cycle I'm going to be the one to say it stops here and I want you to know beloveds that you are so fucking valuable and I swear because I'm passionate and I really mean that when I say that like if you could just open your eyes to your own divinity and see how precious and see how the universe holds you like you're in literally like this womb of love like god like higher consciousness whatever you you feel more comfortable with because i know the word god can be really like a negative connotation and that can also be a trigger word but however you connect to the divine just know that the divine loves you and that you are love and that the reason why you've been targeted the reason why you may have experienced abuse at the hands of the predators because they saw something in you. They saw your power, beloved. They saw something so majestic. And because they've been abused as children, because they've been through horrendous pain, they want, they want to depower others to make them feel like they are powerful. So if they can go for someone that they can see is a powerful being, you know, think about like a highly sensitive child or an empathic child that they they can just sense that there's this power in this being that they will want to take that for themselves because they can't, that's just how they function. And I'm not here in, in a specific podcast to talk about the abuser, but I'm here to talk about you and your worth. And that I can tell you from years of being suicidal you know being really depressed and experiencing sort of suicidal depression and like actually never having the word for it but actually experiencing depression from as young as four years of age like I remember remember being depressed and crying every single night from as young as four so like I had to look at myself and go like I don't know I, li- I literally don't know why I'm depressed do you know what I mean like you may not know you may not have the words to speak right now about what you've experienced because at the end of the day we, we, we don't experience depression and anxiety and CPTSD and like we don't experience like all of these trauma related mental health issues because there's something wrong with us and we have some sort of chemical imbalance like science like, like there's not even any proof like we don't know whether trauma creates depression or whether the, uh, whether the chemical imbalance in your brain creates depression, but I personally believe that it's all trauma related. And it's not just, oh, let's go on and get, I'm gonna be careful with what I say here, but it's not just about like going on antidepressants because you have a chemical imbalance in your brain. Beloved, if you've been through trauma as a child, even if it was one event that traumatized you, so much pain can come from that and you will realize that 20 years has gone gone by and you're still feeling the weight of that pain and it's like this weight on your shoulder and every single manifestation in your life is just repeating and, and and recycling back that trauma like literally like you know it could be you know when it comes to depression it's not just trauma obviously it's the chemicals in our food um it's it's a whole long list of things but i know there's a lot of people that are going through Um, trauma and it's like when we're on this healing path we don't want to be comfortable with wishy-washy bubblegum spirituality and let's all just 
go to a, tr- a retreat in Hawaii or fucking Bali and let's just meditate for like seven days but not actually get to the root or the depth of our own existence. Now, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with just enjoying your existence, of course not. But beloveds, don't let anyone, not even anyone in the spiritual community especially, because there's a lot of gaslighting going on in the spiritual community. Beloved, you are so worthy. Don't let anyone keep you silent. If someone turns around to you in the spirit in the spiritual community and says, look, we don't accept bad vibes here. We're not interested in talking about depression and low vibrational topics. Like depression is not a low vibrational topic. You as a human being, you are valid in every single emotion. If you're feeling angry, beloved, Give yourself permission to feel into that anger. Anger is your your way of responding to abuse. Have you ever asked yourself why you feel angry? Like the only times I ever feel angry is when I, I, I'm being abused or when I see somebody else being abused. Like I've realized, like have a look at why you feel the way you do, you know? Like anger is a beautiful response. It's a beautiful emotion. It just depends what you do with it. Let that anger show you let that anger show you what you need to feel deep into and from my heart to yours that there's there's certain types of abuse that i haven't experienced well as far as i remember anyway as a child there are certain experiences of abuse that i have but abuse is abuse beloveds and if you can use the power of your throat chakra if you can if you can just be honest with yourself and speak the truth You know, obviously with every individual, it's going to be different because obviously if your life is in jeopardy at the hands of an abuser and you're fearing for your life and there are going to be specific measures that you would have to take to to protect yourself. However, I'm really talking about the power that you know that you do have to talk and I'm telling you my heart is with you. If I just want to talk about something without being too transparent about my own family, about my own life. I know a particular family member was abused as a child. Then when they grew then when then when they grew up, then when they had children, one of their daughters was also sexually abused. Her mother was also sexually abused. So what happens is it's not just necessarily that sexual abuse is like, if you're sexually abused, it's, you know, your child's going to be sexually abused. What happens is when a child is sexually abused, something gets fractured in them. There's a splitting of that child. And if that child doesn't begin to heal that wound, they become unprotected to actually protecting their own children and see, because they those uh, victims of abuse actually mostly end up attracting predatory partners a predatory father may sexually abuse their own child and until that mother decides to heal and realize her own wound that child in the middle of that relationship with a perpetrator that she's got with will be exposed will be at a very high risk of being sexually abused as well because the mother hasn't healed her own wound and that's why generational curses get passed down beloveds and if you decide to heal now if you take this opportunity to go from being codependent to independent like i said in one of my podcasts beloveds you not only heal you you heal your your future children your grandchildren the worst thing i I could ever think of is if i don't heal heal myself i will pass on my own ancestral wound to my own children like i refuse i refuse to accept that and so I stand up and I say, I can see the trauma in my family and I don't care whether anybody else can see it. I don't care that I have family members gossiping about me behind my back because they don't realize the reason I walked away. I don't care that I've got intimate family members who 
the only thing they're interested in is slandering my name because they don't truly know me. And there are beings in your life that I feel that they may not know you, not deeply. They don't know your story. They don't know what you've been through. They don't know you. You're not here to understand others, beloved. You're not here to convince people of your truth. You are here to understand yourself. And when you understand yourself, you'll be able to take your power back, beloveds. These trauma cycles get passed in our family. And, and the worst type of thing is when you see that, uh, that the perpetrator or the predator in the family is being protected. This is something that is very, very common. I can see it in my own, my own family where there's, a, there's been a predator that's been protected. Um, actually two, one that I'm related to, related to and one that I'm not because it was a family member's um, stepfather. And, and I know that being raised in England, I know that abuse is just something that as, as an English, and when I say English, I mean like white English um, because, you know, I come from a mixed family. So it's very common for people not to talk about abuse, especially in, you know, for war children. Um, and, and, and then, and I'm saying that, and I'm just saying, and I'm also acknowledging to myself that really, I don't really think it is, I think it is a cultural thing, but it's also a, a human crisis. It's, it's a crisis that we don't realize, beloved, what abuse is. We don't realize that we need to get to the root of why we're depressed. And you know, it's not like you're in a constant wave of depression. That's not necessarily what I'm talking about. It could be chronic depression. It could just be a, like, for me, I've just had this feeling of an over, like an overcloud of just darkness that's just over my head. And like this sick feeling in my stomach that's just always there. And I'm generally a really happy person. And it's like, it's not like I'm always depressed. However, it's just a feeling that's never gone away. And I don't necessarily know the root of, I can, sus I can you know, have suspicions about why that is. Um, I have questions and I'm still getting to the bottom of those, <laughs> those questions to find some answers. And I also know that, you know, the trauma of being separated from my mother when I was two and, and growing up with, you know, a father that just wasn't there for me emotionally and very neglecting in, very, in a lot of ways. Um, I know that alone has had a lot of impact on me and it's like you know being the mother hen of my family and seeing a lot of beings around me that also struggle with mental health like I've been raised in a family where there's a lot of people with mental health issues and it's not really apparent on, on the surface of it. you might not know it but the, it's like ha having to hold up your family because you're the mother hen and I think that's definitely a cancerian thing but it's not just about your zodiac sign obviously um but just being, as an empath, just being the, wanting to be the one to heal other people and not, not realizing that really I was doing that because I really needed to heal myself. Now I'm not saying that, because when I look at it, if I was really honest with myself, I would have just honored myself and healed myself and I would know that it's not my job to heal anyone else. So I know why I was healing people is I didn't have boundaries around my empathy. And I just want to just say from my heart to yours that gain the strength from within to love yourself, to not rely on your partner, to not rely on your mother or your father or your brother or your sister, to not rely on your job, to not rely on your status, to not rely on how beautiful your house may look and, and, and how flashy your car is and how much money you've got. Go within, because your soul 
there is something, there's a message that your inner child is trying to communicate with you all the time, beloveds. And really, if you just like literally now, if you just if you just remain silent in this moment, just for the next few seconds, and breathe in and reach into yourself and take the hand of your own inner child, what is she telling you? What is he telling you? Like, have you ever just allowed yourself to grieve? Your inner child may be grieving and consciously you're not even aware of it, you know? And it's like, you are so valid and no matter how much abuse, no matter how much abuse you've been through, no matter how much the beings around you cannot see you, that doesn't change your worth, beloveds. It doesn't change your worth just because those around you can't see you. Because at the end of the day, the more empathic you are, the more you've been exposed, excuse me, exposed to people that can't see you, you have to remember that they can't see you because they don't see themselves. It's not about you. Don't feel unworthy because those around you have done horrific things to you. Understand that that's that's how they view themselves, that they're self-abusers in a state of perpetual self-denial. And all they can do is abuse others. All they can do is not reciprocate love because that's who they are and that's who they would be on their own. But they've, they've entangled you in their web. And you, you've identified yourself as the victim. And you are the victim, beloveds. However, you don't have to stay a victim. This is the difference. You can acknowledge the abuse that you've been through and realize that yes, you were a victim. Yes, they abused you. Yes, they did gaslight you. Yes, they did devalue you. You have to acknowledge the abuse that you've been through to then realize that you have a choice as to whether you want to stay as a victim or you want to be victorious that is an absolute choice that you have and the only reason that you think you don't have a choice is because you've been gaslit into silence you've been programmed by the emotional abuse to believe that you are not powerful and there's a reason they programmed you there's a reason why they devalued you because you are powerful as fuck but that just sinking. You are powerful as fuck. And you can gain strength. And you can go within. Cry as much as you want to. Feel as much as you want to. Be as angry as you need to be. And you don't need to forgive people that have abused you. Unless you want to. And when you're ready. You can be angry for as however long you want. With the understanding, like I said in one of my last podcasts. That that anger if infected into the cave of your own heart, it will manifest, it will grow. It will create a huge black wall around your heart and you won't even be able to feel the gentleness and the subtlety of your own heart. Your intuition will be blocked. Your heart chakra will be blocked. You won't won't be able to sense beyond sensory. You will be able to sense what is actually happening spiritually if you're closed off from your own heart. And that's why it's so important to be angry. But yes, be angry, yeah, but heal. And forgiveness really is about you letting go of somebody that, you know, the prison that's attaching you. And also, this is something that I've done with romantic partners, um, but I've not necessarily done with my family because I think at this this you know if I'm just being honest with you here at this at this point 
I'm kind of too scared to do this because I know that it would completely cut me off. So that there is cord cutting that you can do, which does, if you do it with med- in a meditative way, emotionally cut you off from people. And, you know, this is a learning lesson for me that there will become, there will come a time where I'll have to do that. But I'm afraid that if I do that, this is me being really honest with you. I don't have all the answers. I'm just afraid that if I do that, then I completely will see these beings for who they are and they will no longer be my family. They will just be abusers that I'm related to, relatives, as opposed to being family, because there is a difference between a relative and a family member. A family member is someone that sees you and gets you and loves you and nurtures you and is there for you. A relative is just somebody that shares the same blood, but yet they call themselves family. And I've gone deep, deep, deep into healing and I've not gone this deep than I ever have. Like 2019 was the most transformative year of my life, beloveds, of my life. And that's because I walked away from people that were abusing me emotionally, physically, whatever it was. That's not just talking about family, that's talking about friends, that's talking about romantic partners. If there's a wound in me, of course I'm going to attract narcissistic lovers, of course. And it's like, I don't even see it. These beings don't look like abusers, beloved, especially covert narcissists. They don't look like abusers. These are the type of people that have such a clean, beloved, good image. They look normal, beloved, but they're covert abusers. They know they're abusing. You deep down know they're abusing you. And I just want to tell you from my heart to yours that you're not alone. You're absolutely not alone, even if you feel like you're alone. Do you know how many people are in relationships with narcissists? Do you know how many people who are in relationships with emotional abusers? Even with highly narcissistic people that don't fall on the antisocial personality disorder spectrum. That wouldn't even be diagnosed with narcissistic personality disorder. These are just beings that have been subjected maybe to trauma themselves and so they're highly narcissistic and you're not alone because we all share in this collective experience of pain we're human beings and there's no point in not talking about depression like i think people have realized even though i've only just started talking about in the last four years how depressed i have been for a long time because i've been writing music since i was 11 i I was writing thought provoking music since I was 11, dealing with depression, dealing with suicide, dealing with all sorts of things that even a cousin turned around to me when I was 14, she must have been about 16, and she said to me when I was playing music, my own CD, um, she turned around and said to me, why is your music so depressing? And it really angered me, and I was just like, how dare you? Like, this is my experience, this is what I've experienced. Don't turn around to me in, in, a, in an arrogant way and say to me, why is your music so depressing? Like, if you want to ask the, about, about the context of my music, then ask me, but don't just insult me with the, with, your, with the way that you're saying it. And it's like, my music's always been very melancholy and it's always been thought-provoking because at the end of the day, I've never been ashamed to sing about what it is that I've experienced. As a singer-songwriter, that's just what we do. There are singer-songwriters out there that are talking about, or that are singing about suicide or depression, that they're singing about these very heavy weighty feelings that they're carrying around but they might not talk about it whereas in me I've, I've gained the strength to actually begin talking about it and I never spoke about it and I also want to encourage you that when you're ready to talk beloveds you will rise from the ashes beauty from ashes I'm telling you 
like the lotus flower that is just this most beautiful, beautiful flower. But where does it grow? In the swamps, in the depths, in the dirt. And that's like you. You are this beautiful, incredibly beautiful flower that grew up in this swamp. You were born into hell. And if you can say that to yourself, if you can realize that you are worthy and you are magnificent and you are beautiful and you are special and you are loved, you might not be able to tangibly feel that. But you will. Your body will align with those positive affirmations as you begin healing. And that's why I've said, and I'll say this before, I'll say this again, I've said this before, <laughs> that positive affirmations, the reason they don't work is because it's cognitive dissonance. You, you, you need to actually heal in order for the positive affirmations to actually begin to, to transform you. If there's pain and trauma in your body and you're sat there and you're going, I am light and I am love. There needs to be a balance of actually healing. You need to get to the, you need to feel what it's like to feel like you're in hell. There is nothing wrong with experiencing hell for what it is. To acknowledge yourself for who you are in the midst of hell. There's nothing wrong with that. If you're in hell and you're saying to yourself, I am light and I am love, it's not going to have the same amount of power as it would if you were healing while you're in hell and getting yourself out of hell and then beginning to align yourself with those positive affirmations because then your body will start to feel the change. Your body will realize that you you begin to shed the trauma. <laughs> You know, like how you have a new body every seven years. It's like you're not even the same person. You're not even the same being you were seven years ago. And I always say to myself, I always say like, look, just because you knew me a year ago, you don't know me now. Just because you follow me on Instagram, you don't know me. You don't know who I am. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, you have to give yourself time, Billamage. You have to hmm, honor yourself enough to be okay. Like, you're not alone. You're not alone. You're not alone at all. The amount, of, the amount of people that have come from poor families, poverty itself is trauma. People that have experienced racism, that's trauma. People who've been in a car accident, that's trauma. Children that, you know, had a parent that would often pick them up late from school, that's trauma. When we're talking about trauma, we're talking about a subjective experience that you couldn't fully experience in that moment, and so you p- pushed it aside. It created a split. Severe, more severe forms of trauma would be like physical abuse, sexual abuse, emotional abuse. And they're they're really the three things that I'm really addressing. But don't ever feel that because you were traumatized in other ways that weren't as extreme as that, that you don't need to heal. Beloved, we all need to heal. The fact that we're on this planet, we need to heal, you know. We're experiencing trauma every single day. You don't realize how many layers of trauma we, that we have around us. Society is founded on abuse. You know, if you can start to heal as an individual, you'll not only see it in your family, the abuse, you'll see it all around you. And you'll be able to have that, you know, the spiritual eyes of discernment to be able to see when you couldn't see prior to healing. And I just want to just... If I could just literally give you a hug right now, beloved, I would. I suppose I could send out a digital hug. 
<laughs> so I hope that you feel that. Yes, I do. <laughs> so it's like, you know, we don't, don't ever feel guilty because you experience what you experience. Those bastards of abusers will get their karma, trust me. They are abusers and they always will be abusers. And a bit of a trigger warning here, anyone that abuses a child and once they've made that decision to heal it, to abuse a child, there's no healing from that. They will always be an abuser because they themselves have become a monster in that moment and there's no healing from that. You know, you hear all the time about people that have, and no disrespect to anyone that is Christian listening, I have my own um, opinions about Christianity, but I'm not targeting Christian individuals. But the Christian religion itself, it kind of humors me in a way because I grew up Christian and I just, I realize how much mind control I was subjected to. And it's like constantly I would hear it all the time. Oh, just let the pastor lay hands on you. Um, let him heal you. Yeah, but I'm still not healed, motherfucker. <laughs> I was that girl. I was that girl in church that'd be just like, <laughs> I was so rebellious. I was just like, yeah, I'm trying to believe this as, as much as I can because I, I really do want to believe in this religion or whatever, but it just is not resonating and I'm too fiery and I, ans I, answer too, I ask too many questions and I answer back and it's just like, look, I'm rebellious for a reason because this is bullshit. I'm sorry to those that are Christians, but that's just how I feel. And it's like, you're constantly, constantly being told, well, if you just allow the Holy Spirit to heal you, you're just, you know, you, you, the reason you're not healed is because you, you're not receiving your healing. <laughs> no, beloveds. You receive your healing when you decide to heal, not when some Holy Spirit heals you and no disrespect to holy spirit because i do believe in the holy spirit i do believe in jesus however i don't believe that jesus is the savior of the world savior of the world i believe that we save ourselves <laughs> i don't believe that the bible is the final authority on on, uh, on you know anything no i don't i believe that it's a, a, a man-made book that has some amazing spiritual truths in it that's under you know i can't deny that and I think Jesus was the greatest empath that's ever walked the earth. Whether he was real or not, that's just like a whole different podcast. But I have so much respect for Jesus. Because even he was just like, he was not for the Pharisees. He was not for the religious people. You know, he hung out with sinners and he hung out with prostitutes. And he, do you know what I mean? He was just like, oh, I'm not trying to make this about religion, but it's just like, you, you understand that it's not just your family that's preventing you from healing. It could be your religion. You know, it's like, your soul knows deep down, beloved. Your soul knows deep down what you must do. And the birds are singing in the background. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear that, but yeah, I don't know if you can hear it, but um, my window's kind of open, but... I was just sending my love to you because sometimes I wish I, when I was going through so much depression, like I knew I had the tools, which, you know, I have the tools now. Just even thinking, you know, the last time I smoked a cigarette was before January 2019. So it could have been maybe November 2017, actually. Um, November 2018. Sorry. Um, and that's huge for me. That is absolutely huge. The fact that I've been able to give up this cancer-causing chemical stick 
and really get to the root of why I was smoking. Like whenever I was triggered, whenever I was experiencing heartbreak or just depression, or just I would go for a cigarette. Why did I go for a cigarette? Because I saw my mum smoke. I wasn't raised by my mum, but I saw her smoke and that became a habit because I saw her in her depression go for a cigarette as opposed to actually healing. I saw her take medication for her own depression as opposed, as opposed to self-healing. And it's, it's not something, I don't want to be like my family. I don't want to be like the people around me that I've seen that have sunk into victim consciousness. That's not me blaming. That's not me pointing the finger. That's just a choice that I have. And it's a choice that you have, beloved. You don't have to medicate your feelings. You don't have to give yourself to men that you know don't care about you, beloveds. Don't offer your body to a man that's just clearly not into you, beloved. Don't offer your body to a woman that doesn't give a shit about you. You don't deserve that. You know, it's like, get to the root of your addictions, you know? Not because there's somebody that hosts a podcast saying, thou shalt not, no. It's just like giving yourself permission to acknowledge where you're going inside of yourself when you're feeling in pain. What is it you're doing? What is it you're choosing to do? When you're in pain, are you eating excessively? Are you smoking? Are you drinking to forget and to numb yourself? Are you self-harming through self, you know, through cutting? Are you sleeping with people from it? Look, beloveds, I've done all of that. That, there's, 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 There's no shame in that. Because I know who I am. There's nothing anybody could say about me and go, oh, Amy's this and Amy's that, and she's trying to be this kind of spiritual guru, and she's really done this. No. I will be very transparent and tell you I've been through hell and I made the choice to walk out of hell (laughs) and I want, you know, my body wasn't burned through it. I was just burning away all the fuckery that was never a part of me in the first place. And it's just like, I have no shame in saying what I've done because I didn't do anything against somebody. I didn't hurt anybody. The person that I was hurting was myself. So it's really, it's not about judging yourself. It's about acknowledging your pain, acknowledging how you feel, acknowledging what you do when you're in that pain, acknowledge the people around you that try and gaslight you into silence. Blubbers, you are so fucking powerful. The fact that you're listening to this podcast, I know that it resonates with you. Otherwise, you won't be listening. And it's a divine moment that you've come into my life and I've come into your life and that you're listening to this podcast or that you've been subscribed to this podcast at a specific time in your life because you're meant to hear this you're meant to really feel into the pain you're meant to heal from it there's no way that you'll be listening to this podcast if this wasn't the right time for you you know and I just wanted to share this this message because I truly like on my heart like I have so much empathy for people that have been through abuse. You know, how would I have empathy if I hadn't been through abuse myself? And it's like, when you start to heal, beloved, you will start healing those around you. You will either start triggering those around you that support abusers or abuse people themselves, or they they don't want to take responsibility for their own healing, then let that be. Let people respond to your healing in whatever way they want. (laughs) As long as you're healing, beloved, every day, just continue to heal and um i'm sending you my love and have a great day and i will see you soon